Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Oh, I'm sorry. In the break, I was just uh, spending some time with Farrah Abraham's tweets. So if you really want to go on a journey, I don't know. I, I hadn't checked in with her in a deep way recently. And so I was just, you know, getting to know her a little better. Um, but that's not why we're here. Yes, exactly. Uh, that's not why we're here on the Colleen and Bradley show. My talk one Oh seven one streaming live at my talk one Oh seven one.com. Everything entertainment. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley trainer. And, um, happy Tuesday, everybody. Tuesday. We are beginning our Tuesday with a conversation about one Hillary bald, Baldwin. You okay? I think I'm yeah. all right. You all right? Mm-hmm. I think I'm all right. Okay. Hillary Baldwin. Some people may think, well, but her name is Hilaria. Not on this show. No. Yeah. She no. is hilarious, but she her is name is Hillary. Hilarious. Um, it's not nice. You, you know what? Listen, here's the deal. No, her name is Hillary. And the reason we call her Hillary is why, Bradley? Well, because she perpetrated a scam on America and the world, frankly. By claiming Spanish heritage that was not her own. Exactly. Um, and so now we've just decided we're not going to honor that. She's Hillary to us. So Consequences. Hillary, con- that is true. Consequences on the Colleen and Bradley show. For your actions. Mm-hmm. Um, so the reason we're talking about Hillary today, though, is because the big news yesterday was, oh my gosh, Hillary Baldwin and Alec Baldwin mm-hmm. have another baby. Bebe. And people are busy trying to do some math because this baby was announced yesterday and they just had a baby, what, six months ago, mm-hmm. five months ago. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, who? I don't even actually like, OK, yay, babies. <laughs> I want babies to have loving parents, babies! all of that. OK, but I don't no. even care. Like no. they will tell us in due time whatever story they want to tell us about the arrival of this baby. That's not why we're here. Why we're here is because I saw this hilarious article in People Magazine. And mm-hmm. what does People Magazine mean? What does it mean when we Lies. see an article in People Magazine? It means that um, probably, well, was this an exclusive? Uh, do, 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 do. I bet it was. Mm, yeah, it doesn't say oh, it, but it. That's yes. odd. But usually mm-hmm. People Magazine is a mouthpiece for the celebrity in question, the topic of discussion. Right. People doesn't ever post things that run afoul of a particular celebrity unless that is the bigger story. What I mean by that is if the thrust of the story puts the cele- paints the celebrity in a positive light, you can guarantee that celebrity or people connected to him or her. And by celebrity, I also use that term very loosely. Person of interest <clears throat> has probably had some hand in perpetrating that story to people's possession. So people heard from a source. Uh, it was confirmed that 
Alec and Hillary Baldwin have welcomed a new addition to the family. Now, People Magazine calls her Hilaria. That's not what we call her. So, again, they cite that yesterday, Monday, uh, Hillary shared a photo of their newborn, which was taken by their husband, Alec, and it uh, and it was accompanied by the number seven and a red heart emoji. And the article in People Magazine notes that this uh, comes months after Hillary gave birth to their son, Eduardo, who I think they're calling Edu, Paul Lucas, in September of 2020. Okay, so do your math. Five months later, yep. we've got a new baby. The picture is of Hillary and all of the children. Now let's move on to the quote portion of this article because that's where it gets interesting. Yeah. So this is, they are citing a conversation they had with Hillary back in November. Okay. Uh, and Hillary said in November, which by the way was just a couple months after they uh, had welcomed Eduardo into the family. She said, quote, during times of COVID, it feels very much like we're done, meaning having children. We're done with the children. Yeah. Everybody's asking me this question. Okay. Let's hit the Nobody's asking her nobody, that question. Nobody cares. No. Nobody's yeah. asking you. No. Like, you get to decide how many babies you're having and when you're having them, and nobody's asking you that yeah, question. Yeah, her imaginary friend. Right. But it doesn't help the narrative if she says nobody actually cares if we're going to have more babies, right? Yeah. But so everybody's asking me this question. I don't know. I've said in the past that I was done and I wasn't done. I think right now I'm Mm. so tired Mm. and I just feel with COVID, it's just insanity. I'm surprised you're not doing this in a fake Spanish accent. I don't even know how to do it. How do you say cucumber in English? (laughs) I think she finished it with that. Anyway, she goes on to say, and this is where I, this tells us, gives us a window into what goes on in the home of Hillary and Alec Baldwin. My kids are used to new siblings coming in. So they're already like, when is the next one going to come? Are we talking about children or are we talking about toys or are we talking about... Like milk deliveries? Yeah, or like pizza rolls? Like what are we talking about? When are those coming? Make sure the middle is warm. Right? Oh, but not too warm because you will burn. You will sear that tongue. Mm. My kids are used to new siblings coming in, so they're already like, when is the next one going to come? She said it with a laugh. (laughs) And I'm like, guys, you and the entire world need to stop asking me that. What? Nobody's asking. Nobody's asking, but also, doesn't this sort of like paint a picture that this is like a family? Like, the decision about how many people to have in your family is a family decision, which I just think that's an interesting way of going about life. What do you mean? Like, it sounds like she's, like, weighing her children's input. Like, they get mm. a say on the oh, formation. Yeah, that's the of... lie that people tell themselves, oh, though. Like, God. we discussed this as a family and decided that we would do this thing as a family. No, there's usually one or two people making choices. And really, I imagine this was all her choice, period, end of story. Okay. Stick a pin in that. Because I just want to finish with the quote portion of the story. Yeah. Where Hil- Hillary says... They've been really great, though, meaning the kids. Mm. They love Edu. They love babies. It's actually really amazing to watch them because I know that they're going to be the kind of adults who are really good with kids because they just know so much. This is all lies. I know I'm predisposed to just, like, not like her, but come on. Yeah, um, this is all just theater, right? Theater of the absurd. Um, <clears throat> what I mean by that is the framing of this story about her family family planning which 
you know, is of perhaps passing interest to other people who are in a stage of life where family planning is a topic of conversation, who also are obsessed with not celebrities or the wives of celebrities, Mm -hmm. because... I, I I don't know that I would all really consider her a celebrity. Right. She is. She is. Like, she has been on television. Mm-hmm. But she's like a... Rea- no, no, she's not even a reality she's celebrity. Just a she's just like, She's like an influencer. She's, yeah. Yes. Yeah. She's like a lifestyle-y yeah. person thing. Also based on a total lie. Yes. Like, the thing that she was selling didn't exist. So there's that. So the moral of the story is it's not just theater. Her Spanish heritage. Yes. It's Mm -hmm. not just theater. It's bad theater. Mm -hmm. So whereas, like, you know, you could be forgiven for caring about what Alec Baldwin chooses to do with his family um, because he's a celebrity actor. Sure. Okay. But in her case, like whatever she was selling wasn't even stuff people were buying. Mm-hmm. And then when they found out what it actually was, they were like, well, now I really don't want to buy it. Right. Um, I also just want to say that there is another story that came up that indicates and proves to all of us, by the way, I did want to just give a quick shout out to a listener by the name of Jessica, who sent me a, a DM on Insties. There's an account. Do you guys, have you ever followed somebody named not skinny, but not fat? Uh, no, no. It's like she's got, I think she I've might heard have a of podcast. It. I have that, I think. I have that. That's what uh, Julia would say. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, not skinny, but not fat. On um, This is on Insties? Yeah. Okay. And I think she might have a either, I think she's got a podcast anyway, and she's all about celebrities, a lot of Bachelor, Bachelorette stuff, but she's been on the hunt for the real story behind the the Hilaria Baldwin surrogacy. Love it. And it's fraught in certain ways, right? Because like, A, it's none of our business, but B, these are people who've made their family planning our business. So C, you're going to have people interested in it. And she actually has like done the work. But anyway, Jessica, thanks for that hat tip. Meanwhile, if you were under any impression that this chapter in their life is not in some way... um connected to the news story about them prior all you have to do is look at how alec baldwin is engaging people following this particular story Ooh, say more here's a headline alec baldwin tells fan to shut the bleep up for questioning baby number six. Oh, look it's alec baldwin being alec baldwin <sighs> and why and how because a fan is like, where did you get this baby from? You didn't have, this isn't a, pre- you know, somebody, like, he picked the probably, not worst, but, like. Yeah, the most, like, moderately offensive. offensive yeah. comment. Yep. It's none of your business, sure. Like, it's not polite to. Anyway, he picks that comment and basically goes off and says, like, it's none of your beeswax. So, suddenly... He's on the defensive, defending the valiant, you know, the value, the not value, the valor of his family, right? Like mm-hmm. he is, you know, his his wife now is the victim of all these creepy people on the internet who are just trying to get up in their business. So, what a perfect opportunity! What a perfect moment for them to sort of take back the narrative. Yeah. Um, because remember, at the end of the day, she's, you know, she's got a personality and a celebrity that she's trying to make money off of. Right. So the quicker you can make her look um, not D-baggy. Right. 
the quicker she can go back to doing whatever it is that she was trying to do before. And these two stories, like now he's, you know, helping her do just that. Well, by doing the thing that we expect him to do, which is, I think, a really good point that you're making. It's like Alec Baldwin going to Alec Baldwin. Yeah. And he's going to Alec Baldwin all over this story so that Hillary, Hillary, Hillary. can get on with um, trying to learn how to say cucumber. Yeah. In English. Um, also... <laughs> he's responding in his comments like people are like i don't understand why people are so mean it's none of their business and he's like yeah it's just because basically they're not very smart americans are people who know less about how to live a peaceful healthy life than most of the rest of the civilized world oh my word okay now this oh god (laughs) we don't have time for this but this is you know this tells you everything about how they talk about the rest of the world inside the walls of their home yes like everybody else is a bunch of bumbling imbeciles yep and they have figured out how to find peace within and be centered. And everybody yes. else is just so While dumb. he's yelling oh, people to bleep off. Oh. Yeah, no, you're so civilized, Alec mm-hmm. Baldwin. Tell me more. Yeah, tell me more about how tell we're dumb. And you, oh, okay. Ah. When we come back, there's only one person I would like to tell me more. And that is Elizabeth Reese. She's bringing us all the dirt straight from Hollywood with a dirt alert on My Talk 1071. This is a My Talk dirt alert. Elizabeth Reese is here and she's brought all the dirt straight from Hollywood. It's a dirt alert. Hey, Elizabeth. Well, hi, you guys. How are you? Good to have you here with us today. It's a beautiful Tuesday. It really is. If you can get outside and get a little natural vitamin D, it's good for the soul. Mm -hmm. People also good for the immune system. Mm -hmm. Boost it up. Here's what happened. John Mayer joined TikTok and then he got taken to task good by Taylor Swift fans who hate his John Mayer guts. So John Mayer joins TikTok and then he gets roasted by Swifties. They flooded his posts with comments uh, denouncing him for leaving Taylor Swift in 2009. Remember, she was 13 years younger than him. She was only 19 and he was 32. People were writing, John, don't you think 19 was too young? Somebody else made a comment which received over 30,000 likes on TikTok and it said, you're not safe here, John. Oh, moly. Wow. Uh, Not his audience. No, not his audience at all. Several fans were quoting lyrics from Taylor Swift's 2010 song, Dear John which she wrote about him following their split. And at the time, John Mayer told Rolling Stone that he had been really humiliated by the song. And then Jessica Simpson was laughing all the way through the whole thing, I'm yeah. sure. Well, yeah, there you go. You know, did you see when he was on Andy Cohen? I- Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously and 6-1 since that matters. And what do I even say other than, hey, Well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo Concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. 
think it was on a Sirius XM show, John Mayer uh, talked about watching the Britney documentary. Yes. And he was like, I almost cried five times. Yeah. And he did this whole thing. And I yeah. thought, my God, shut your mouth. <laughs> yeah. he. You could either go the route of he really saw what he'd been a part of and like the machine that treated men and women very differently when it comes to young stars mm-hmm. or he is narcissistic and just that. makes a lot of things about him. I uh, That. Which the latter does tend to be John Mayer's game. Yeah. Fully fits. Yeah. Fully fits. So um, be careful. If you've wronged Taylor Swift and you go on to TikTok, oh. I don't even know how to go on to TikTok. I don't know how don't. to do it. Don't and even I'm not. start don't because start. once you, you'll get no, sucked in. No, I didn't understand Snapchat. I won't do that. I won't do TikTok. I just can't, guys. Facebook and Instagram are such animals on their own. And you know I had to let Twitter go a long time ago. You did? Yeah, you I, I mean, I'm still on it, but I don't oh, okay. do any. Like, you can still find my name. You could tweet at me, but I won't see it. Because wow. I don't ever check it. Yeah. That's healthy of you. Yeah. You I think it's good to have choose. social media yeah. boundaries. Mm-hmm. I agree. And to know. And for me, three is too many. I'm also finding that I need to start cutting down on how many streaming services I'm subscribing to Ooh. because it's getting double OC out I'm of control. Not, I'm not, not ready to talk about that. It's also, house. it's my bank account. And then it's also the the rage I feel when I try to find anything. Yeah. It's, it's tough. I d- yeah, I'm not ready to talk about that, but I see that in you and I want to honor it. <laughs> you guys, this is really fascinating. You know, so many people have purchased Pelotons during the pandemic. Truth. Mm-hmm. And um, we've had our Peloton for probably five years. I had it in my old house. You were and an moved early adopter. Yeah, early adopter because I really loved spin classes, but I found I, I had little kids and I couldn't get to a spin class. And then I started thinking, if I had a spin class at home, I think I would like it. Turns out, I really do. It's fantastic. But so many people have gotten Pelotons that the Peloton instructors are now celebrities. Oh, big time. And they are now... So Robin Arzone, who is a fabulous instructor on Peloton, had a baby, and her baby story is like all over every entertainment news website. Oh, my gosh. Uh, They had a little girl named Athena Amelia. And, I mean, she's wonderful. And she did spin through her whole pregnancy and she's just a very fun instructor. Um, and she says life with Athena is already that much more magical. Um, she's 38, had her first baby. I just think it's so funny though, that in this age, Peloton instructors are legit celebs. Celebs, Yeah. Yeah. And I read that with the CEO, when they went looking for instructors throughout the country, this was like, you know, probably seven years ago. They were looking for people. They said, this isn't just going to be an instructor. You're going to be a star. You're going to have like a following. You're going to have a following. And it'll just take one of them to have secretly murdered and chopped up their like former (laughs) lover before we we learn a valuable lesson. (laughs) I enjoy it while it lasts, but like all good things, it will come to an end. There's skeletons in every closet, even if it's a fit one filled with sports (laughs) bras. You can just read the headline like famous Peloton. (laughs) It is funny to think about like, you know, 50 years down the line, people are going to be like, what's a Peloton instructor? I don't Or maybe. Or maybe we'll all be like, there was a time when nobody knew what a Peloton instructor was. uh, Maybe now they're president. It'll be. Yeah. Maybe it'll (laughs) be like nobody actually goes to gyms. Everybody Pelotons. Everybody Pelotons. You can you either like love it or you hate it. Mm -hmm. But I think whatever gets your body moving, go for it. Listen, if it's a cliche or not. Yeah. No, it's true, though. It's good. Um, 
Irina Shake. I don't know if I say her name right, her last name right. That's She's, how we say it. Okay, good. She uh, is Bradley Cooper's ex. They have a baby together, a three-year-old. Publationship. Sorry, not, not the baby. The, uh, the relationship. Yep. It was contractual. Here's yeah. what she says. I never understood the term co-parenting. Uh, she's 35. She's a model. She's telling Elle magazine this. When I'm with my daughter, I'm 100% a mother. And when she's with her dad, he's 100% her dad. Co-parenting is parenting. Well, not really. Co-parenting is when you have to parent with another person. Yeah. And yeah. then in our modern world, co-parenting refers to generally parenting with someone that you do not live with and that you are not in a romantic relationship with. Here's the other thing. So here you go, Irina. That's what it means. Yeah. Also, like I struggle with that whole like when I'm with the child, I'm 100 percent mom, and when he's with the child, he's 100. percent And when you're not, are with you the not? Child, yeah, you're not. You're still 100. You should be still 100 percent their parent. That's I don't how that get works. It. I, I think that was not a good. It yeah. wasn't a good look. No. But you know what? I got to get on my Peloton. This yeah. dirt alert was a good <laughs> look. Find for a celebrity you. to work out with. Thank you so. for that dirt alert. Hey, Thank when you. we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we're gonna. Uh, solve some mysteries and we do that in the form of blind items which holly's brought for us in a segment we call blinded by the item we'll do that after this on my talk 1071. we are getting ready here to solve some mysteries on the colleen and bradley show my talk 1071 streaming live at mytalk1071.com everything entertainment Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Well, hello. And the way we are going to do uh, the mystery solving is in the form of blind items, which Holly's brought for us. In this segment, we call Blinded by the Item. Blinded by the Item. Hot celebrity gossip mysteries Yay. to solve. Yay. Try this first one on for size. The very controversial writer, actress, show creator who you love or you hate with no middle ground is selling her home because she's going broke. Lena Dunham. Dun, 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 dun. Oh, interesting. You knew that one right away. Well, you know why? Because I toured her house. Oh, did you? Virtually. Uh, um, and was it as eye-rolly as No, it's actually, it to you know what is interesting about it is it was, I don't want to say small. It is small by celebrity standards. Like, it is not what you would imagine a person who, at the level of success that Lena Dunham had, at least yeah. in that episode of time in her life with girls. I mean, it's appropriately sized for, like, a normal family of five, um, which is small for a celebrity. That's quite lovely. Yeah, it's a lovely house. All right. But interesting. Micro compound. It's described at 102-year-old Los Angeles Micro compound for two point eight million. Right. Mm. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, she's liquidating right now because apparently she's going broke. She's well, going mean, broke. What's she up to? She actually is one of the showrunners for an HBO show called Industry. Oh, which the show is actually supposed to be good. So that's the thing that's annoying about what? Lena Dunham. <laughs> Is that she's actually? How dare she be good at anything? Because I want talented. to hate her. Like she actually is talented. Like that's the thing about um, <laughs> that uh, that movie. Nope, it's not a movie. That show. It's called Girls. Yeah. Yeah. Is that it's actually decent? Yeah. But yeah. I don't think someone's ability is necessarily connected in any way to their personality. Although I understand why that's frustrating. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. It's just like. 
Um, I mean, a lot of really talented people are not people I would want to spend a lot of time with. Well, and what's interesting... Other than you two, for sure. Oh, thanks. Oh, that thanks. was a really nice afterthought. Thank you. Well, it was interesting when that show Industry was rolling out. You would never have known that Lena Dunham was the showrunner and lead writer on that HBO series. So that goes to show the public perception of Lena Dunham. They're not going to sell a show based on her involvement in it anymore, yeah. at least right. at this juncture in time. Yeah, because I, I feel like when you're... Yeah, it, oh, whatever. <laughs> we don't got time. This is I not about up, Lena no, Dunham. Bye. I'd rather do Blind Items. Bye! Blinded by the items. Here's another celebrity gossip mystery to solve. Now, this one you guys may have read last week, but it's confirmed today. So okay. let's revisit this one. It took a long time for someone to want to partner with the momager on her new line. In fact, she got it the same deal any of us would get. She had to pay up front. She's under the impression that people her age know who she is and want to buy her products. Chris, mm, Chris Jana. Jana. And basically, like, what we uh, kind of grabbed from this is that she's kind of, like, self-publishing her skincare line. Yeah, well, she just went to a company and was yeah. like, can I slap my name on some beauty cream? Yeah, and they were like, pay us this amount up front yeah. and we'll And then they went over to Tequila Town, mm-hmm. USA, mm-hmm. Uh, actually Jalisco, Mexico, and... Uh, Said, hey, can we slap Kendall's name on this? Thanks. No, that's wonderful. Well, totally to the point of Enti Lawyer in this blind item. You know, I know people who are in Kris Jenner's age range. I know a lot of them. Mm -hmm. Most of them. They're not trying to buy her skincare. Most of them don't even know who she is. Yeah. Yeah. It must be kind of sad in that way because, like, I feel like she's got a little bit of, you know, um, she's. Ah, hey, cool kids. I'm Kris Jenner. Or at least they know who Kris Jenner is, but they're not going to be influenced. Yeah, nobody in their 20s is going to be interested in buying Kris Jenner's face products. And the people that are in her demo don't know who she is or care. Yeah. Or already have their own face products and they're figuring it out without Kris Jenner's assistance. Thank you. Like, I can't think of my mom going, you know, I really want that Kris Jenner's face. Well, also, no. there, you know, the my people, mother does not know who Kris Jenner is. People Kris Jenner's age are also old enough and smart enough to to look at Kris Jenner and know that the majority of her um, facial construct is not due to cosmetics. <laughs> and also that she, you know, sold her daughter with a sex And a sex tape. tape. Exactly. So they're okay. probably like, nah, I think I'm okay. <laughs> I think we're All good. Right. Neat. Next. Blinded by the item. Just wanted to make sure that you guys had all done. Oh, yeah. Chris Jenner feelings wrapped up in a neat little package. All right, here's another celebrity gossip mystery. We're kind of going into the world of celebrity and and some other things, so try this on for size. Other things. Yeah. Mm -hmm. NT Lawyer's written several times about the misdeeds of the former head of his country and his celebrity wife. What is a shame that he isn't going to jail for his part in the birthday gift to the billionaire pedophile? (sighs) They also completely ignored the sibling of the former leader. Mm. Is this a Sarkozy situation? Oh, how did you come up with that? Because a former head of his country and his celebrity wife and ignored the sibling of the former leader. Mm-hmm. So I knew it was something Sarkozy. Well, then who received oh. the birthday gift? Uh, in the oh. blind item. 
What is it? Is it Olivier he's... Sarkozy. Well, no, but he is the brother. But you're missing the, this okay. part. What is a shame is that Sarkozy isn't going to jail for his part in the birthday gift to the billionaire pedophile. Oh, Jeffrey Epstein. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, let me fill in the blank for you. NT Lawyer has written several times about the misdeeds of former French President Sarkozy. Mm-hmm. I cannot remember his first name. I am sorry. Alexander? Th- no, I don't know. Anyways, mm-hmm. and his one. celebrity wife, Carla Bruni. Nicholas. Br- thank you. What's a shame is that Nicholas Sarkozy isn't going to jail for his part in a birthday gift to Jeffrey Epstein. Also, apparently, they completely ignored Olivier Sarkozy. The brother. So maybe there's some interesting things that Mary Kate Olson knows about Olivier Sarkozy. Mm. I wonder if she and smokes she, so damn many cigarettes. <laughs> and right? she wanted a hot and fast divorce from him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Next. Now, this is a blind item I know that we've read here on the Colleen and Bradley show, but it has now been confirmed. So let's revisit this piece of gossip. The boyfriend of this A-list singer, in quotation marks, really has no shame. He's been in on it from day one. Mm. He doesn't want the money train to stop. Next time the paparazzi see him, ask him about his other girlfriend, the one he lives with most of the time. So that's Britney Spears and Sam Asghari. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I am so... I just... Why did this one come up, though? Because it's been confirmed. Oh, got it. If there's anything that I want to like i am desperate to get into his mind right like i, I feel just like you'd be very you know interested busy. i get not his mind i guess but like i, I want to know what he knows i want to know what he knows exactly i want him to show me i want him to show you it's true i just i'm so curious like what the arrangement is what he really does in a day how he actually feels when he's around Britney, what she thinks the, their relationship is. I have so many questions. He is the figure I'm the most interested in when it comes to the Britney Spears arrangement. Just me? Neat. No. Totally oh, want to know. I totally want to know. Yeah. With the shirt off. Uh-huh. Okay. Watch him Bradley's do Bradley's like, jacks. I would like to interview him. Shirtless with the nut cup face mask that he wears when he's running around. So awkward. Not on his face. That Um, thing came and went real quick. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. You just said that out loud. Um, Yeah. Yeah. You want one more? Yeah, sure. Okay, sounds good. Of course. Let's do it. Now, there's no uh, consensus on who this blind item is about, but we'll read it anyways. This Emmy-winning, Oscar-nominated actor is perhaps not A-list, but he's an actor's actor. He's generally well thought of by his peers, but he has a weird habit that he only does with people he knows well. If he sees a friend, he will sneak up behind them and put a hand under their shirt and pinch their nipples. Oh, my gosh. Okay, He does this with both men and women. I had a friend like that. Um... Schnipples. Is it somebody you'd be totally like, oh, man? Not necessarily, uh, but uh, I don't know if we're going to get to An the name. Actor's actor. Yeah. Okay. So he, so we would think of him in a outgoing, gregarious, likable kind of way. Uh, I, yeah. I mean, there's a couple names that are coming up. 
Uh, one, this person, you would probably not think of doing this. Uh, he has been an actor for decades. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. On stage and screen, both big screen. Kevin Spacey. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Dustin Hoffman. <laughs> no. Actor to actor. This person is a great character Robert actor. Redford? <laughs> Robert De Niro. <laughs> he is done. Gosh, he's pretty much done everything. Everything. <sighs> he's done everything. Yeah. So, TV, movies. And he's won Emmys. He's won Emmys. Uh, so um, Oscar nominated, oh, but has never oh, won. Hold Jack on a Lemon. second. Hold on. Uh, um, uh, Wilford Brimley. Uh, let's see. Is he alive? Uh, yes. Ed Asner. Uh, not Ed Asner. <laughs> Ed Asner. No. Has he won Academy Awards? Um, I don't know. Um, this person has been nominated for an Oscar, I think, and uh, but he hasn't won. He has won How an old? Emmy. I would say. He's in his seventies at this point. Okay. I think ninety percent of the fun of this is just imagining all these actors tweaking people's like under their shirt, like ha ha ha, got yeah. your nipple. Okay, even in the Me Too era, this person is. I don't know if this hmm. person does this anymore. Okay, well, let's say Sylvester Stallone. <laughs> no, I will give you two names that okay. have shown up in the comments on CrazyDaysAndNights.net. One is John Lithgow. Oh, oh weird. The other one is Richard Jenkins. Who's Richard Jenkins? He's a that guy actor. Okay, well, we'll be looking him up. Everybody get your Google out. Oh, he kind of looks like John Lithgow. Uh, Hold on, I'm not there yet. I'm typing with one hand. Yeah, we never would have gotten him. No. No. Okay, Mm -hmm. well, congratulations to them for that, for that, for so long. Got your nipple. Oh, yeah, I know that guy. Oh, yeah, he was on, uh, he was on Six Feet Under. He played the dad. Right? Also, Step Brothers. He was in the movie Step Brothers. Uh, all right, good. Now we know uh, who to keep ourselves away from. When we come Unless back. Unless you want that. I mean, some people like to get their nipples tweaked. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show. Um, oh, this is a weird transition. Oh, speaking um, but of it is what it is. Inappropriate touching. It is what it is. Holly and I have both been watching Alan versus Pharaoh. And what we've learned so far is that. Woody Allen has been telling us all along exactly what's been going on. We'll talk about it after this on My Talk 1071. Hey guys, it's the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. Streaming live at MyTalk1071.com, everything entertainment. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. Um, and Bradley, uh, have you been watching Allen versus Pharaoh yet? No, I am not. No. But you have that, right? 
Um, I mean, as anyone who has Netflix has it, yes. Or is it on? What's it on? Uh, HBO Hub- Max. Okay. Hobo Max. Yeah. Um, Holly and I, <laughs> I think though. It's Hobo Max, but. <laughs> Holly and I have both been watching it. Um, the second episode. And I, do you know, Holly, is it going to be four parts? At least. Yeah. So, so it's, it's weekly? Like a mini docuseries. Um, and they drop a new episode weekly. So we're on episode two. Um, and episode two, now episode one was interesting, right? Like you understood a little bit better about the family structure of, um, the, the kids, you know, uh, of Mia Farrow and how they related to, um, Woody Allen. Mm -hmm. Uh, and you know, I was not one who, who, I would say had a, a really good understanding of that. Right. So it just put it like framed it up really nicely. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but the second episode, you really um, learn a lot about Woody Allen's career and the fact that, and this is the part that will make you angry. Yeah. He's been telling us all along about his preferences for young women. How so? So one of the things you learn in this uh, episode of um, Pharaoh versus Woods, or what? Or not Woods, Alan versus, Alan versus Pharaoh. I'm just making up names now. Cool. Alan, Alan Woods. versus Pharaoh. <laughs> and what Pharaoh you, Mia. What you learn in this episode is that, um, what university is it, Holly? Is it Princeton? Princeton University has like an archive of all of his um, manuscripts. Okay. Many different... Um, drafts of manuscripts of movies that have been made and movies that haven't been made. I mean, they hold the collection of Woody Allen manuscripts and almost to a fault. Every one of them features a relationship between an older man and a very young woman. And even, you know, and I have to say, I'm not, I wasn't really, I'm not really familiar with Woody Allen's movies. I am not, Mm -hmm. I watched Annie Hall and I just didn't get what the hullabaloo was about. I was like, why do people love this movie so much? So I just never have been a person who knows a lot about the Woody Allen movies. But the movie Manhattan, where Woody Allen's character is dating a 16-year-old woman, like it's absolutely completely normal is literally based on an actual relationship he had. Mm. And the woman from that relationship is in the um, docuseries. And she basically says, you know, that she asked Woody, am I your muse in this? And he said, yeah, absolutely you are. They started dating when she was 17 years old. Yeah. Her name, by the way, is Christina Engelhart, and she was a um, model. Mm Mm-hmm. They met when she was 16 years old, but they, she says they didn't start dating until she was 17 and their relationship continued until she was 23 years old. Um, and so if you've ever seen the movie Manhattan, which by the way, stars, um, Mariel Hemingway, Hemingway, uh, as the 16 year old in that movie, it's just like you, the way that they laid it out, it's like, he's been, seems clear. Yeah. It's and how many times do we have to go through this with a celebrity where they were hiding in plain sight? Yeah. And we're gonna not we're like there are still people defending him. 
Yeah, and I mean, I guess they, and I don't know if they would defend him by saying, like, just because he's like a creepy old dude doesn't mean he necessarily molested his child. But um, I think the narrative all the way until very recently has been, you know, nobody wanted to look at any of it or nobody wanted to just talk about how problematic that even seemed. So the fact that people are willing to confront that certainly seems like progress right it's interesting to me because i wonder if some of it doesn't have to do with kind of what you were alluding to where in in order to confront the reality of who woody allen probably is it forces people to confront their relationship with the art that he oh yeah i think that's probably there been well certainly there have been you know i don't know about individual people in a woody allen audience but certainly the people who've worked with him for decades have likely had to struggle with this in a more real way than, you know, the casual observer of a Woody Allen film would. And that's not an easy thing to do. I would imagine if you've worked very closely with someone, right. You know, not only do you question, what does it mean about your ability to see things that maybe you should have seen or like it it just, I, I imagine it would make you question yourself and then you know, for fear of, of like, what does that mean about you? So I can imagine a bunch of different uncomfortable feelings that people around Woody Allen would have such that they wouldn't want to look at any of it. Then really our culture hasn't wanted to confront uncomfortable things like that. And now we are in a place where people are much more willing to look at what's been sitting in front of us this whole time so that's a good thing it is a good thing and i highly recommend that people watch this series on hbo max if if it's available to you it's called (laughs) alan versus pharaoh pharaoh versus you know woods when we come back on the colleen and bradley show a cruise ship in space oh 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 o'reilly Count on the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts to recommend the best products for your vehicle and budget. Get maximum cooling system performance for 10 years or 300,000 miles with peak long-life universal pre-mixed antifreeze and coolant. Now just $3.99 after mail-in rebate. Limit supply. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit O'ReillyAuto.com. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.